Hello and welcome to Sam's World. Uh, it's been a wee while since I've done this, actually quite a few months. Um, a lot has happened. We have come out of another lockdown and restrictions have been lifted. And in that meantime, COVID has taken off again with um, numbers rising. And a lot of the population now have their two vaccines. Now, the thing is with the vaccines is, yes, it gives you extra protection and stops you getting the most serious um, side effects. However, it doesn't stop you from catching COVID and it does not stop you from passing it on. And we are finding that even sometimes with people who have had their two injections are still getting really nasty and sometimes bad and fatal um, symptoms. So um, life has um, been a bit of a roller coaster um, since the last time with this. But anyway, so I thought I would come back and do it because there's so much been happening with the Scottish elections as well. Um, parties are starting to get ready for the local council elections. So I thought I would come on and have a blather. And also as well, the debate regarding independence is heating up. Um, Scotland is getting closer and closer um, to our next referendum. And also as well, more and more people are seeing the benefits of an independent Scotland, which is brilliant and we can't complain about because we all know that, um, you know, an independent Scotland has its benefits. It also has its downfalls as well. Um, Not to be naive or anything, it would be difficult. But however, at least we would be in control of our own destiny. Um, But in the meantime, what's been happening? Now, food prices have been rising. Fuel prices have been rising. Um, the cost of clothing has been rising and the cost of basic raw materials has been rising. And the reason being is Brexit. However, Westminster would like us to believe it's got something to do with COVID. It's not. It's Brexit. Um, we have lorry driver shortages. The haulage industry is struggling because, due to the red tape, the extra paperwork. And a lot of the other industries, especially the food industries, are also struggling because of the extra paperwork that is now involved with Brexit. And therefore, basically, they can't afford the wages of the lorry drivers because who is going to, which lorry driver or which employee is going to sit there um, waiting to get through customs and all the checks and not be paid for it. You wouldn't do it in your job and it's not fair to expect them to do it in their job. And yeah, things are getting really tight. So while everything is starting to rise, um, the Financial Times from an article in August had stated, I don't always read the Financial Times, but it was just one I came across, and stated that food prices could rise again before the end of the year. So um, it's getting quite, yeah, 
quite serious now. Um, as more and more people are heading back to work as the furlough scheme ends. And as the furlough scheme ends, it doesn't necessarily mean that everybody's guaranteed to go back to work who's been on furlough. There will be a lot of people who will be paid off due to businesses struggling. Even though they've had the wee bit of financial help, it may have not been enough. Um, because I've got to remember, as a lot of businesses were offered all these wonderful interest-free loans at the start of COVID, um, that the Chancellor of the Exchequer had decided would be a really good idea because COVID wasn't going to last that long. And a lot of businesses took that offer up. Now they are having to try and pay that back. And how do you pay that back when the economy is in turmoil? So you can see a lot of businesses still, we've seen a lot of businesses who already have, and we've still to see a lot of businesses who still could be possibly about to go bankrupt. And these people will be losing their jobs, which means the welfare benefit is about to go up. And what's happening with the welfare benefits? Well, universal credit has been hitting the news lately. At the start of COVID, or at the beginning of COVID, I should say, the government had agreed to give everybody on universal credit a £20 uplift to get them through the COVID pandemic. Um, now, the thing is with universal credit, it's not a benefit, it's just paid to those who are unemployed. It's also a benefit which is paid to those who are working and on low income. Now, at the moment, there's a lot of people campaigning to keep the £20 uplift. The reason being is food prices are rising, fuel costs are rising, Gas and electricity is rising significantly as well as Ofcom have removed the cap. So that £20 uplift should really stay there because inflation has risen 2.5%, which is the highest in three years. So to combat the rising costs of living, and this is, we're talking about essentials here, we're not talking about luxury. This is essentials, people heating their homes, people putting food on their table, people being able to get to work. They've decided that this £20 is about to stop. Now, £20 not a lot of money in the grand scheme of things. But when you're on a low income and you're struggling to pay the bills, £20 makes a big difference. It could mean for a family... £20 is what they're putting in their electricity meter every week. And when you start thinking like about that, you start to see how serious this is, especially as we are now hitting autumn, especially here in Scotland. Autumn seems to have come a few weeks early. Berries are on the trees, leaves are falling off, getting a bit of a chill at night. Sometimes you can even feel it during the day. And that is when we know autumn's coming. Not because somebody on the weather at 
a TV station tells us or because what it says on a calendar, you can actually feel it. So autumn is coming. We are using more electricity in our homes because dark nights are coming in and dark mornings are starting to come in already. Around about half past eight here in Scotland, we are getting the start to get dark. So it's already coming in quite quickly. So people are using electricity more. People are even starting to put their heating on more now. Not everybody's got gas central heating. Not everybody has open fires. Not everybody, a lot of people rely on gas, um, sorry, electricity, storage heaters. Um, so, or the wee plug-in heaters. Not everybody has the luxury. Um, so, again, electricity is going to be soaring through the roof for a lot of people. And people are going to have to start making decisions that they shouldn't really make in Scotland. Because at the end of the day, we have 25% of the Europe's renewable energy sources, resources. So why are we struggling? And why are we struggling? Are people struggling to basically pay for fuel? So going back to the original, I'm going off on the tangent, but going back to the original debate or subject, £20 uplift. So that's been removed. So prices are going up. Basically, people's incomes are coming down. And what also happened to part of the pandemic that people forget as well is a lot of companies took the opportunity of the pandemic to fire and rehire. When they fired and rehired, what they done was they changed the rights of people's contracts. So, people may have took a wage cut. Their hours may have changed. Lots of different things would have happened. Again, these people are now going to feel the pinch with winter coming up, with everything opened back up again. People, money doesn't grow in trees, as we all know. So, what are people meant to do? Because at this moment's time, Leading up to winter, Westminster have created the perfect storm for people already living in poverty, people who are on the poverty line, people who are above the poverty line, who are about to experience what living in poverty is like for the first time. So the government has certainly created the perfect storm and we need to ask the questions why and why are they being allowed to do this why because they're Westminster they're able to nobody's standing up to them there is no formidable formidable opposition standing in Westminster at this moment in time who is creating enough noise and creating a stushy about this and holding the government accountable and even the government's own backbenchers are not creating much of a stushy about this so what does that tell you about 
Westminster. Westminster, which people who believe that are in the people who believe in the union, people who I speak to who believe in the union, believe Westminster is there to protect them, to protect their rights, to protect their standard of living. Right now, their rights, their standard of living is not being protected. There seems to be an attitude of, I'm all right, Jack, so bugger the rest of you. And we can see that with what happened with COVID. The contracts that were awarded throughout the pandemic to companies, funny enough, all had connections to Westminster with their friends, family, or so forth. That needs to be investigated. These need to be held accountable. And that's where we need our politicians to be doing this. So, my advice would be, start contacting the politicians and start asking for these people to be held accountable. In the meantime, stay safe, take care, and cheerio.